Fantasmic is back with all new scenes. The discontent among the Disney community has made its way to the mainstream. And Christmas has started in Walt Disney World. That's today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome to episode number 381 of Traveling with the Mouse. I am your host this week, your absolute favorite. Don't try to deny it. My name is John, and I am joined this week by my original co-host, Adam. Boo! What's up, everybody? And it looks as though we're we're going, uh, yeah, the OG style. It's just you and I, me and you. You You and I. Just the two of us. Yeah. So. Just like old times. Just like old times. Speaking of old times. Yes. Uh, Fantasmic has been here for a long time. <laughs> or has been around has. for a long time. Fantasmic is back with new scenes, which we got a chance to check out. Let's just jump right in with that, Yeah. Music is still great. I do... I know we hate on the show a lot, by the way. We did. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's been, what, several years since I've been to it. Yeah. Enough that I, I got to be honest, I don't fully remember the order of the scenes and everything. I just remember not thinking that everything I had to go through to get there was worth it. <laughs> right. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. At least not to, not to, didn't motivate me to go do it again. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Because during the time period I'm talking about, you had let's see they had the dining package still i think or they had, they had just mm-hmm. started that maybe yep yep but also in order to gosh even get in sometimes or get a decent seat you had to what you had to show up at least a half hour or more before the show time before they, before they started opening the gate so to speak yeah. right that was just about your only option because i don't think they put it on fast pass at that point in time i don't think they had a fast pass for it did they ever have one don't i don't recall so. one yeah. I think the dining thing was the yeah. only thing. That was your only option. So I think I've done it three times maybe over the years. And I've only done it via the dining package. The last time I went it was Jason's birthday and he did we did that not so great lunch at Brown Derby. But that's uh, what we did it for was the vouchers for Fantasmic. Was the seating any better that time? Not great. I mean the seating you're always on that always right the side, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's not I like straight on or anything, but it's, you I mean, you don't have to wait in line to get in there. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, my, the time that I watched it, it was, I was, we were fairly central center of the, you know, I don't know what we say, centrally located. We're at the center, center of the stage. Like we're facing the center stage. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the advantage of waiting. Yeah. Somewhat near the top. Yeah. Which was also good. I think we actually chose a seats closer to the top on purpose for the... Because uh-huh. it was just okay. Lynn and I. It was for the purpose of okay. getting out. Well, also, when you have small kids, you never know when they may need a bathroom break or something. Well, like I said, this was when it was just Lynn and I, so it was for right. the purposes of... Well, I always out. sit near the back anyway for that reason, too. Yeah. For getting out. But the old show was kind of stale in the sense that it was all older IP... There were parts of it that were kind of lull, kind of boring, you know. Which they still did new scenes with older IP for the most part. Hmm. But I thought the Frozen part was really good. Moana yeah. was fantastic. Right. The Pocahontas scene was good. Uh, the way they did it this time, rather than dig a dig a dig. But that a was dig. your favorite part. <laughs> that was the one that I was did stuck like in your that head. song. Yeah, I did like that song. <laughs> the songs in Pocahontas were pretty good, actually. All, all of, but I think probably the scene that took the cake was Aladdin. No, oh yeah, which I was kind of right. I thought like it's very stunt show esque, right? Where they're climbing on the. I, Inle- I thought they unless would do you it provide proof that the uh, actors are the same, actors are the same. Yes, well, from the stunt show, it's possible. But it is very similar. They're climbing and jumping on. You know, looks it's very stunt show like. Just it's saying. interesting because I could totally see a miscue happening with that scene in the in, at some point. I'm sure know. eventually it'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> you were saying earlier about Moana too. Oh yeah, I could see a miscue with that one. Well, I don't know if I that that was more joking around with that one, but I, I don't think there could truly be a miscue there. 
That's what if she had to really <laughs> miss her spot? <laughs> well, what if she jumped him just straight down? <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, I'm going to say spoiler alert. You were supposed to say that before that, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, no one we knows. Haven't, we haven't given about. details except for we said they were good. Is this a preview of Journey of Water, though? The Moana scene? Like fountains and stuff? <laughs> she's going to she's gonna have a scene where she jumps in the water? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Mm. Anyway. In the journey of water? Are we going to go under the ocean? Don't we already have a pavilion for that? Yeah, supposed to. You know, I got to, this is a little bit off of where we were, but I got to thinking back. I was I was trying to watch how, you know, the living seas, the old out mm-hmm. line, I guess, used to be. That time that we went in 01, mm-hmm. it was still the living seas, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. the seas with Nemo yet. Correct. And I'm trying to think. I know the hydrolators worked that time. They were still in operation at that point. Yeah. But for some reason, I know, I don't have any clear memories even then of the exit hydrolators. I don't know why. Yeah, I guess I, I kind either. of do. But, you know, they've always had the exit hydrolators. There was really like, again, elevators to nowhere, but yeah. it opens you out in the same place where it spits you out now pretty much. Only you went into an elevator first. <laughs> right. Or, an, or hydrolator first. Yeah. All I remember yeah. was after the fact we did, they they had that big mechanical suit you could get in and move oh, it yeah, around. Oh, yeah, you could try out. Yeah, you can always try. I think that's actually was in the area where now there's like the... Bruce's uh, yeah, playground. I think it was in that same thing. Yeah, yeah it was in that same area. Yeah. It might have been too far from where, where ironically, Jason was. That was the name of that. Oh, like, see, his name was Jason. Oh, there was it was an acronym for something that I don't remember now. But so, are you saying Jason, the Jason we know, is also a robot? Is that what you're trying to say? I, I mean, I don't have his birth certificate, so every Jason you know is a robot. <laughs> I have no, I have no evidence that he was birthed. So he's more machine now than man. Twisted and evil. Yeah. Anyway, moving moving on. on. <laughs> so I will say this: what I've seen of Fantasmic's new show, yeah, it, it's enough to make me want to see it the next time. After all, I know I said I probably wouldn't be in the, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's actually it a good. positive. It was a positive thing. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> in what? We're in a world of negative, right? Because they have dropped the ball so many times on. Well, I, Harmonious, I don't think, was dropping the ball, though apparently a lot of people thought that. But, you know, Enchantment was was not as well, good see, as the previous. It seems like it's been such a short period of time, though, that it's been out. So I'm like, not. I don't even think a lot of the people who regularly go has even had a chance to see see these things yet. They probably just figured it would be around longer. And then all right. of a sudden they're like, what? Yeah. But I, the bar was very low, and they exceeded this by a lot so good job on this redo very good job very good it was worth the wait if it come back sooner it wouldn't have been as good obviously so they took their time they did a good job i will definitely go see it again so speaking on saying in a world of negative or going on the low oh we peaked already is what you're saying this episode like in this episode (laughs) well maybe we'll try an ebb and flow Okay, we'll try. We're gonna say we started positive. Now let's go negative. We'll go positive right. again, and then negative. All right. Maybe let's, I, mean, I can't guarantee idea. it'll. I can't guarantee it'll go that way. But you know, we can. Try. I like it. Let's try. But anyway, uh, as I mentioned in the pre-show, I guess no, the um, excuse me, the intro, not pre-show. I mentioned we mentioned it in the pre-show too, obviously. Yeah. That there was an article, and it's actually through Yahoo or Finance mm-hmm. Yahoo. Yep. That someone wrote, and uh, the title of it actually says, As Profits Soar, the Disneyland and Disney World magic is dying, mm. was the title of the article. And I don't know if when we're doing this, if I have to, if I, I probably need to give credit, is the gentleman's name that wrote it is Kevin Wong. Okay. I want to make sure you know that none of these words were necessarily ours and we're not trying to plagiarize or anything. Right. It says, The Disney parks have seen better days. What was once a desirable affordable vacation for some American middle-class families has devolved into something prohibitively expensive and stressful. Yep. Every aspect of the Disney experience must be premeditated and scheduled to maximize its declining worth. 
But despite the backlash, the problem isn't getting better. That opening paragraph Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like summed it up almost perfectly, don't you think? Yeah. Of exactly how people feel. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. As a matter of fact, I've just I've pretty much said these words just in a different right, different way. Yeah, in a different way. Yeah, especially the part about the declining worth, maximizing. What what was it about uh, to maximize its declining worth? (laughs) You have to schedule everything. It says every aspect of your Disney experience must be premeditated and scheduled in order to maximize its declining worth. Right. Yeah. So the it's, right. it, it, I mean is there you're having to do more, pay more, do more for less. Yeah, right. You're having yeah. to pay more and you're having to do more yourself. Yep. For really a lesser experience overall. Right. Yeah, you're getting less product. At the very least the same experience, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but now you're having to do more to to get it. Yeah. Or yep. you're having to pay more to get it. <clears throat> pay more for something that was free. And again, <laughs> we're going to be the ones that harp on this because FastPass Plus was free or included in your ticket, of course. Well, it's not even that so much just that. It's just even the stuff that you don't have to necessarily pay for, right, is like the part where he says you must be premeditated and scheduled. Park reservation system. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but yeah. that to me does not scream vacation. If I yeah. have to premeditate, pre- yeah. If I have to schedule and book mm-hmm. just about everything I have to do, like I have to plan it out well in advance, with with little to no room for changing Error, that. If mistake, I want to have yeah. and have and have the same experience, let's put it that yep. way. Like in other words, I cannot all of a sudden be spontaneous, or may, or all or something happens where I have to make a change and easily make those changes. Mm-hmm. There is no yeah. easily making those changes, and you have to try to in in order to even to get a leg up on this system, you have to game it or have inside knowledge in order to so called beat the system. Yeah. And I don't see how I don't see how that's advantageous because the average person that goes there is already going to find it complex. Right. So I don't see how that helps. I mean, yeah, long gone are the days where even a regular can just show up. I'm like, Hey, let's just show up and have a weekend. No, I have to plan ahead because I got to know what parks I'm going to do on what days. That was my biggest beef about my experience this past year with the annual pass versus my previous experience with the annual pass. I could show up and do what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what was so much now fun is like I could have a spontaneous trip. You can kind of still do that, but you got to kind of, you still got to figure out well I got to so plan. You can kind of still do that if I don't want to do any rides. <laughs> yeah. If I just want to take whatever park is available. Right. <laughs> if you want to cough up the money to buy Genie and all the stuff, you can still do what you want, but you got to do a lot more work to get it. But I used to love just going like, hey, let's go this weekend and we'll just drive down, find a place let's, to stay, Here's the go thing. do what we want. Let's yeah. just say I was a local that decided, you know, didn't have plans to do it earlier in the day, but decided after work, you know what? Yeah. I want to spend the evening at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Even at that point, I'm probably going to be able to get in, yes. Yeah. At that point, though, what's going to be available if I wanted to buy Genie Plus? Right. What's going to be available um, for me to get? I'm going to have to wait in line for stuff. Star Tours, <laughs> Muppet Vision. <laughs> you get where I'm going with this. Yeah. I can't just do that. Yeah. As a pass holder, even if it was a gold pass or whatever it is. Same yeah. thing. Still can't do it, no matter what. Although, the one thing you could do is show up at the end of the day and jump in line for Rise at the end of the day, and you'd probably wait 30 minutes or less or something like That's that. That's true. I mean, you could always do the last hour hey, thing. but I'm Slinky Dog if you wanted to. but Right. You could still you do always, things like that. but You can do the last hour strategy, but that's only going to work for a few things. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to get everything in. But, yeah. yeah, there's no point in buying into Genie Plus, whereas at least with FastPass Plus, you could be like on my lunch break, like, oh, maybe I'll go to Hollywood Studios. Let me pull a couple of Fast Passes. Right. You didn't you didn't have to have a reservation. You didn't you could just pull something if you wanted to. Right. And you could drop if you it had if a ticket. You, it was no you didn't right. feel like they were obligated to do it because you hadn't paid for anything. Right. 
which is probably part of the reason why they don't like that. Disney didn't like that. Right. Yeah, because you could pull in whole fast passes that you would never use, and people from all over the country, world, <laughs> if you had a valid pass, you could be holding fast passes that nobody would ever use. But still. Well, I guarantee you, now with the way this system works, you still got people pulling these things that don't make it there on time and are probably yeah. raising cane about <laughs> right. not being able to to and get can, refunded I mean, or something. I could still pull a park. Because Disney World, I don't believe, has the punishment for no-shows. But, you know, I could still pull a reservation and then pull some lightning links. But now I have to pay for it. So it would be, you know, they're getting money for it regardless. But anyway. Speaking of when you were talking about punishment, Disney World is now allowing same-day cancellation of dining reservations in the Disney Experience app. Did you see that one? No. Tell me more because that's interesting. They're actually widening that loophole well i mean it sounds like there's not a need to uh, engage in the loophole but hang on let me go back there just for confirmation apparently following an update that just recently happened uh, guests can now make same day cancellations of dining reservations as long as they cancel more than two hours prior to their reservation time yeah i like this this is a good update because they you know, I imagine a lot of people who did no shows would they wouldn't make the effort to call because they would they would say you have to call if it's same day, and people are just like, oh. So you either do the loophole, which I won't mention, or <laughs> you got to call them and they'll like, okay, we'll cancel it for you, but you know they'll give you like a little <clears throat> lecture on the phone, or people just showed up for something they didn't want to do and maybe they went to the restaurant and said hey i don't really want to do this can you you know and you know whatever but this is more like lightning lanes or fast passes which that's what dining should this is going to open up a lot more dining because people can now freely say i can book this uh let me let me move it and i can be on the app this opens up more spontaneity is what i'm saying where you know hey look a br guest showed up or hey a you know california grill showed up to let's go head over there right now you know that would be awesome if anything within two hours something good showed up i would be very excited it might help open that window for real yeah Yeah. this is a great change that they're doing i love this idea their reservation policy still reads though that you must cancel at least one day prior to your reservation to avoid a per person cancellation fee if you fail Mm -hmm. to cancel timely and are a no-show the credit card provided at the time of the reservation will be charged ten dollars per person so the, it appears as though you can do the cancellation without getting charged anything if you do, huh. as long as you do it prior to two hours before. Now I'm curious now if the two hour, if within the two hours before, if the loophole still works, because um, it yeah has it has been. Let's just put it that way. Right, <laughs> it's still been working. Yeah, we'll have to verify this. But I I love the idea if it works the way they're saying, because. Um, mm-hmm. If I could cancel two hours before, or more more importantly, somebody else cancels their dining reservation that I want. I think they're yeah. doing some of these changes to help make dining more available to those who yeah, want it. I, uh, I think they're having an issue with the dining not necessarily being as full as maybe they would like in yeah. some cases. Because so, people are probably, fine, you know. They're probably they're, hesitant to do it because of the cancellations. <laughs> because yeah, of, be. of what they have to do probably right. hesitant to book it in the first place could be so but yeah i if this was more like a free like the lightning lanes where people can drop and pick up uh yeah that would be it's one of those things cool. where i think disney's trying to find the sweet spot between what is most advantageous for them but yet also appealing to the guest yeah I wish we were recording earlier in the evening because I would be looking at this right now to see what's available for tonight, but it's a little late for us. Yeah, I don't think you're going to find anything. There's probably nothing open. (laughs) There's only like a handful of things open and probably not taking reservations (laughs) at this point. Dang. But I'm going to try this out. I was going to say similar to, say, for instance, Cinderella's Royal Table started having more availability as soon as they started making you pay like the moment you booked <laughs> like yeah. they made you prepay for cinderella's royal table um i guess w- one good thing about that is if you're just dead set on going 
you already know how much it's going to cost. And it used to be one of those things where you had to get it on the like minute second that yeah. dining was available. Right. And now it's been available a little longer than that because people are more hesitant saying, oh, I got to pay out right now. Yeah, no thanks. Right. However, I would think that if the normal cancellation policy, I'm guessing if you didn't go, they would refund you what you paid. So I guess there's still that. Um, yeah. I would hope so. I haven't tried it out, but I would hope that would be the case. They're not going to charge you just for making it. So I'm looking tomorrow. There's a really good time for Le Cellier. There's an Ohana. There's a Kona Cafe. There's... Kona's back open again? Looks like I it because I can. No, I think it was opening this, which is kind of surprising to me that uh, it's even available. <laughs> I can get it. No, I think it opened. Or does it? Or did I miss it? Like just now. But You're I'm just saying. At it. Now, sir. But I could get one. I could get Sanaa. Good times for these too. Steakhouse seventy one, although that's available a lot. But yeah, I mean, there's some good ones available already. Anyway, speaking of one thing, I did want to mention. Genie Plus has been going back to $15 here and there. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first two weeks of this new price increase. It was always either 18 to 20, 22. But, and so now you've seen some 15s? Yeah, like as of right now, today was a 15 day. Because the first couple of weeks of November are traditionally slow. Usually so slow, I think yeah. that's the reason. I think as soon as Thanksgiving week gets here, you're going to see it go right back. Oh, it'll be 22 that whole week probably, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. But hey, right back. It's the first first time it's gone down to 15, and then it might drop again for the first two weeks of December, and then it'll go. It'll go to the highest it's going to ever be at this. Well, not ever be, but you know, the highest it's going to be this year, (laughs) right? (laughs) This cycle, I should say, this fiscal year. We'll Christmas news around Christmas, yes, yeah, most likely. I find it hard to believe they would increase it more over this coming summer. You think they'll break the twenty-two dollar by for the at Christmas? Some point. Nah, oh, know. you know it's going to happen at some point, but I mean, will they break it for this Christmas or twenty-two every day? I don't think so. I think they when they made these changes, I think that was the, like right after the fiscal year. So I think what they intend to do is just. Until the, <laughs> until the next price increase. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it used to be pretty consistent when they made changes to prices, but I guess in the post-COVID world, there's, anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, and I say post-COVID world because Shanghai's shut down again for COVID, so. Oh, uh, wow. Do you really call it the post-COVID world? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You see this Mr. Toad popcorn bucket? <laughs> I have. It's pretty cool. It looks like, first of all, though, it holds like five pieces of popcorn in it. It's, yeah, it's not it's very more. big. <laughs> Where does the popcorn go? <laughs> it's mostly the design. Yeah. It's cool, though. I'm sure it's uh, selling for like hundreds on eBay. In well, fact, I'll no take doubt. a look. If you were there, it would be selling on eBay on your account. So. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you guys always accuse me of this. Of course. That's, our, that's one of our running segments, I guess, is accusing you of selling... Disney merchandise. Yeah, about 80 bucks. So I guess, is that worth standing in line for three hours to get one? No. Not not really. Not to me. <laughs> I mean, how many, do, do they limit how many you can buy? Probably buy at least two. So that's 160 bucks for a $60 investment. Double your money. Yeah. Double your investment. A little more. Perhaps. A little more than double. Anyway. Uh, by the way, I know we spoke about Fantasmic earlier, but a massive crowd sell out the return mm-hmm. performance to this tonight. I guess yes. as of the recording of this. Yeah. So and the park reservations were sold out for like weeks ago for Hollywood Studios. Well, for what they for whatever number it is they are were giving, right? I'd be yeah. curious to see what those crowds look like when it was all said and done. Oh, yeah, I've seen pictures everybody wants to be the first one there, so this is like whenever like at a local city, I guess, like a new restaurant opens, like everybody's all about it for like 2 days. And then after that, it's just like back to normal. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much that's pretty much what's going to happen here. There's going to be a time period where everybody's going to be all about Fantasmic, and then all of a sudden it's going to get its usual, yeah. whatever whatever it's normal is going to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like so. the Star Cruiser. It was big for a few months, and now it's like oh, now it's died like out. dead. <laughs> died now out it's quick. now it's dead in the water at the moment. It's not it's not just getting a normal. It's it's uh it's yeah. getting no attention whatsoever. Right. 
So, Most of the dates are available. Which is not so, good. I got to be honest. I predict when before this is all said and done, they're probably going to start cutting and dropping the some of the aspects of this experience. Oh, and yeah. it's when it's all said and done, it's eventually just going to be a Star Wars hotel. What do you think? You mean like you can just book it and there's no, it's just a hotel that's Yeah, it's not going to be an experience. It'll just be a regular hotel experience pretty much, which is going to be difficult because that. the capacity is still going to be pretty small, pretty limited. So. Right. So how would you sell it at a high price for a tiny room? Huh? I don't know what their plan B is going to be. Well, they're gonna what they're going to find is they're going to find a sweet spot, so to speak, kind of like they did with, well, for the longest time, the mermaid rooms because they were value, right, for one. Yeah. And they were, because they were at Art of Animation and they weren't a suite. So, yeah. and they also tend to always book because there was not as many of them as they are the other sections, right? Yeah, and they were the lowest price point, yeah. They were the lowest price point at that point, so they start raising the price to kind of meet a, get a happy medium. So they'll do yeah. the same thing with a Star Cruiser. They'll have uh, supply and demand will factor in there. How much would you pay if it was a regular hotel? Just you could book it for five nights or whatever. How much Not would you what pay they're per charge? Night? Yeah, <laughs> you know they're charging like it's going to be like probably five six hundred yeah minimum. It's going to be like eight hundred dollars a night, and people will still pay that, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> If they did a $300 a night room, would you do 300 a night for that? Oh, yeah. It's totally worth that, at least. Just to just to do it, at least. Yeah. But, yeah. With no entertainment, but it'll just... Never, it'll never be that. It'll never no, be that. It, yeah, it wouldn't be that. Even long. once it goes from being a cruiser experience to a hotel, it'll never be that. And they may. what it is is when this fails... Which it will. <laughs> They're going. They might even add more rooms to it to make it a hotel. Who knows? Here's an idea, though. When are they going to put discounts out for the cruises before they give up on the idea? Well, they've already started to some degree, haven't they? So I haven't seen any discounts for it. I thought you were telling us about one last week. I don't. You're saying I about wasn't. them giving away rooms? Oh well, who? They're starting to the media, right? Or to yeah, somebody. I think Jason said that. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. But yeah, he, I guess he had heard that they were giving away rooms or somebody said that. And anyway, that they were giving a lot of media previews. It'll be interesting to see how long it takes for the first like sellout of 2023. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because like I said, every last cruise, if you want to call it that, is mm-hmm. uh, available, which is that you don't even see that on, a tr- on an actual cruise line. Yeah. Like every yeah. single one be totally available. Just about, like, there was, like, one or two dates in November, like, the Thanksgiving week, and then, like, this this week's cruise, like, this weekend one maybe may have been sold out, but otherwise, you can do one this month. Oh, I gotta say, I, I, I'm not looking at it, but if there were one tomorrow, I bet I could probably get a, a room. Yeah. I bet. There were several not far out that were available, and I think the whole month of December minus maybe one near Christmas. Mm-hmm. Was sold out, something like that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I mean, again, we're sold out is a hundred rooms, <laughs> hundred. That's not much, <laughs> right, right? So the fact that there's anything available is like there's probably a dozen or two available for any one of these over the next couple of months. Not good. Nope. So not at all. And I'm again, I ain't paying the price that they're charging. So until they discount something, I'm not going. Or hey, you know. We're a media outlet, technically. <laughs> Josh, if you're listening. Eh. Bob. I still haven't ruled out doing what they're currently doing with the Star Cruiser at least once. Well, better get it in now before, <laughs> before it shuts down. Before it shuts down, before it changes. Or before they strip out half of the entertainment on there. Yeah. I, like I said, I haven't ruled it out because I know we discussed it because we know when it first came out, we were actually pretty impressed with a lot of stuff, but the interest did not last, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, even what I've seen, I'm like, it's not worth the price they're charging. So I'm like, it's okay. I'm, I love Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I'm not a, I'm not as like you know cosplay. I want to live the story. Like, eh, right. I'm okay with that. Some of it but, could be that I'm just not in that age group or that fandom yeah. group anymore. Right. I feel like, like I like I had stated before, the people who are still willing to do this as frequent as they do are people that have way more money than we do. Yeah. And yeah. they, it's not as big a deal to them to spend that, that dollar, that price, that, yeah. <laughs> that price point. Well, 
also our kind of modern day culture is do something that no one else has done or be one of the first to do something and, and show it, it on your media outlets <laughs> or whatever. Right. And now a lot of people or enough people have done it. It's out there enough. It's, it's not like cool to show off anymore. It's like now I'm bored with you. It's like a lot of the uh, yeah. artists, want, you know, they call the ones that had their 15 minutes of fame, so to speak. That's right. been a phrase that's been around for a long time. There are things that you can do and attractions and what have you that get their 15 minutes of fame and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have an attention deficit issue these days. You know, yeah. even rise of the resistance is like, okay, I've done it. They haven't changed it yet. It's like, well, it's only been a couple of years. Theme park rides used to be decades before they would make a big update. And now it's like people are bored after a year or two of something. And we have a lot of that instant gratification that especially more recent generations have been diseased with is the way I would put it. Yeah. Our modern uh, expectations. Which is interesting because wait times are actually up. I don't know. Somebody will probably say that's wrong based on some sort of like scientific <laughs> formula. Like, no, what I look at is I have to wait longer if I don't pay. Yeah. I would have to wait longer in line than I used to would have to wait. That's the only way to see it. And supposedly you're letting fewer people in the park. Right. It doesn't make, it doesn't add up. I don't have to be a rocket scientist to see that or figure well, that part out. There, I don't have to be, I don't have to work for touring plans to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have less people working the rides and the maintenance and all this stuff. So there's less capacity yeah, but, probably and all that. Too. But their load times seem to be fine. So it doesn't make sense. Well, if they're if they're only running four trains instead of five on mine train, for example, I mean, we don't know if that's what's happening, but I'm just saying. Or if yeah. they're running half the boats on pirates that they have, it's going to slow things down. Yeah, I think I think their wait times they they fluctuate because they want you to buy. I'm just yeah. saying. True. So let's move on to another positive note. Since okay. we did a little, since we did was a that lot negative? Of negative there. Did we go too uh, negative? I, okay. I would think we did a lot of negative in that. We spoke a little negatively bit. about the Star Cruiser. We spoke negatively about the article where it all started. Yeah, I'd say we did negative. I think Ooh, we covered okay. negative there. Let's go positive. What's positive? So let's go positive again. Just a few days ago, Halloween ended, so we flipped the switch, yeah. and the next day, it's starting to be Christmas all over Walt Disney World. I say starting yeah, because yeah. they went to work almost immediately. It was like of as course. soon as the parks closed. Yeah, on on Halloween, they immediately. I was telling you pre-show that you know we took our kids trick or treating, and then by nine thirty, you turn the TV on as Christmas commercials. <laughs> it's like everything's Christmas now. Yeah, like, we we literally just we haven't even eaten the candy yet, and it's Christmas. Oh, I, I gotta say, we yeah. still have plenty of that. Yeah, we've got tons of it, Christmas. but it's like, yeah. It's the most. Christmas. You're doing Elvis there. Yes. <laughs> but I'm not ready. It's like, it's not Halloween ready. night. It's Halloween night. For someone who loves Christmas, you're still not ready. I know. It's a different thing this year. But it's, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't ready. And it's like, Disney, I understand. The November 1st, it's Christmas. I get that. They pretty but... much have to, or else they don't have it up very long. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's a shorter season. It takes a long time for them to get into full swing. Yeah. Although it's they're getting into it a lot sooner than they used to, they, that they did in the past, it seems like, because, right. I mean, they've well, already got at Hollywood Studios, like Hollywood right. Boulevard and Echo Lake's already got their stuff pretty much up. Because um, as we know, Halloween season starts in August, always. Ugh. Fall is, you know, harvest yeah, I think, season. I think Halloween gets a, it gets a longer time period with right. decorations than Christmas does now. It's it's basically the 5th of July, put the pumpkins up. <laughs> Take down the American flags, right after, put, right put up right the pumpkins. That holiday. <laughs> they should do that Pretty on much. midnight on uh, 4th of July. Yeah. July 5th, fireworks are over. It's, it's like, yeah. Pumpkins it's go like up. We have our special uh, fireworks show on July the 5th, and tomorrow <laughs> night we will have uh, the Booty You fireworks or whatever it is. Right, the Halloween, basically. The, whatever the Halloween fireworks are. Basically. Used to be Halloween. Yeah. What do they call it now? They call it something else. So we need like a a different holiday between 4th of July and Halloween to kind of shorten Halloween season a little bit. Other than Labor Day, because that's not nothing you can really well. do. Halloween's already halfway, halfway into through, the season. Yeah, right. 
Right. Anyway. The Grand Floridian Gingerbread House construction is well underway, actually. They already have yeah. free samples for guests there. Sweet. Yeah, so I'm far, excited. so good. I've got I'm gonna go back during the holiday season. I just don't know when. I gotta do it. I'm just gonna make it happen. Jingle Cruise returns. Sweet. I don't think it's actually happening yet, is it? I don't think they've had time to finish all those decorations. Surely not. That would be awful. That would be like a very uh, quick turnaround. I mean, there's I not a lot that they do, yeah. Let's see what we I always I like that overlay. I think it's a good one. I, I like that they do it. Yeah, Jingle Cruise. Jingle Cruise is a good one. It's one of my favorites. I kind of wish they would do Nightmare Before Christmas at our haunted mansion, but anyway. See, but it would have to go down for... For too long. I get that. Oh, it goes down every day for too long, but just going to say <laughs> maybe maybe while you're putting Jack Skellington in there you can do some maintenance on it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they already have this. These pictures somewhat look current. So, maybe there are I don't know if these are old photos or new photos that I'm seeing right here. Which one? For the Jingle Cruise. It oh. doesn't actually specify if it's Is it already, already back. But I'm, I mean, it could be. I would be quick if it, I mean, as we're recording this, that's a pretty quick turnaround, but I mean, yeah. I, they imagine they can do it in one day. It's it's just throwing a few decorations here and there. I mean, it's not a ton right. of work, but they could do it. I'm going to have to uh, verify that. We'll see. The pictures are probably from last year, I'm guessing, on a lot of the people posting, but maybe it's not. Anyway, as I said, this is a good overlay. I love it. I'm happy that they do this every year at Magic Kingdom. Yep, and it's going into its ninth season Yeah, of being the Jingle Cruise, believe it or not. The last party I went to, I, I did this a couple of times. I did it pre-party and then once during it was good. You get all your working. Christmas jokes in. Yeah, I love it. So. How about a little cruise news? Cruise news. Cruise news? <laughs> Something just very brief, and we knew this was coming. I pretty much had already happened, but it says Disney Cruise Line dropping COVID-19 testing requirement. Yeah. For all guests, regardless of vaccination status, on U.S. sailings. So, yep, we knew that was going to happen. It says beginning November the fourteenth. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I was just thinking, like maybe the Star Cruiser needs to drop their COVID nineteen requirements. Does it have it? Their their intergalactic, uh, <laughs> yeah, intergalactic testing. Maybe there's other diseases in other other planets. <laughs> planets, yeah, that they have to other star systems. The NOAD system has its own uh, COVID-20. I don't know. <laughs> COVID-20. Anyway, guests booked on sailings departing from the U.S. November the 14th through January the 31st may modify or cancel their sale by November the 13th without any Disney-imposed cancellation fees. Standard mm-hmm. cancellation policies and terms and conditions apply for cancellation or modification requests received on or after November the 14th, 2022. I guess they throw that out there because there's probably a group of people that felt better with the testing and some things in place. Mm-hmm. And so they're giving them the option, of course, saying that you can cancel if this affects your yeah, which I think is fair. to go on the cruise. It's only fair. It's still a thing, and you obviously don't want to spread it. So I think it's a good idea to right. have this it's still, still It'll still... See, this is one of those things that people are still uneasy about either way. Mm-hmm. There, no matter what you believe or feel regarding right. COVID-19 and the vaccinations. If I do a star cruise, I'm going to be like, when I walk in, like I've got my Rancor flu shot. So. Rancor flu? <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune from the Rancor flu, so see what they say. That'd be funny. Uh, I like it. Anyway. No, this right. is good. So it looks like there's been some menu changes to Space 220. I don't know what those, I mean, I don't think we should really yeah, hit those. Another something that has not really gotten a ton of, like I guess, traction lately. But yet, you still it still sells out. I mean, are still uh, I say sells out. Still, the reservation is hard to get. Still, yeah, I've seen it pop up a few times, but not not like oh, I want to do Space Two Twenty because it also has the prefix thing. And yeah, I'm not a big fan of having to pay a, a giant fee for, especially with kids. But it was a really fun experience. It's definitely worth doing. If you can get it, it's totally worth doing. Did we mention really quick Toy Story Land meet and greets are coming back? So 
that was one thing that hadn't come back. Oh, yes, yes. No, I don't think we have mentioned that. Okay. But yeah, coming back, so that's good. Woody looks better than he did, right? Remember the how horrible Woody looked? I think you had always made criticisms of both Woody and Jesse as far as how yeah. they look compared to their the character. Yeah, but like they're this. Then again, you have a very strict <laughs> authenticity. Yeah, is my the voices. Yes, especially because you're quick to point out that's not Tom Hanks at the beginning yeah. of. But you gotta admit, I mean, that's do you not see this? Tim Allen in Buzz. Right. Okay. Now, now that I see it, it's pretty obvious. But yeah, definitely like, a severe improvement. Anyway, night he and day looks difference. Looks like himself now. Yeah. The old Woody was awful, and that was one. Of, that was probably one of the worst costumes. You can go I back to you. like the <laughs> the nineteen fifty five Disneyland Mickey <laughs> to find a worse look a look alike. Anyway, that's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we harped on that. I harped on that too. We harped on that a little bit. All right. So what I'm going to do right quick is I'm yeah. going to do a, few, a couple of stories that are like quick. I'm just going to throw them at you and see what you okay. think. I'm ready. This. I've got my shield on. Get your like surprise reaction. Shop Disney is testing special merchandise access for Disney Plus subscribers. So they have announced a limited test experience to offer U.S. Disney Plus subscribers special access to select merchandise and believe that the tech, that the tech, the test is basically for upcoming Disney Prime that they have already announced. Right. Thoughts on that? So is Disney Prime like Amazon Prime? <laughs> I'm confused. That's, that's what people call it. They ha- they don't have. I don't think they have an actual what they're really going to right. call it yet. They might call it that. I mean, why not? Everybody else puts plus behind theirs, just like well, Disney did. So if Shop Disney, if you paid like. $100 a year or whatever to to get free shipping cuz Disney's one of the worst when it comes to shipping prices cuz you can find a good deal Even on worse something than eBay? Well, eBay well eBay's a different story but <laughs> but Disney's one of the worst when it comes to shipping something. I'm like, what? You find a good deal on something and then it's like costs $17 to ship something I'm like what? No, I'm just but if they had free shipping, like Amazon, if, that, if if Prime comes with a shipping discount, essentially, right. But the problem that it's I've not going to be free. It's going to come with a shipping yeah. discount. I mean, nothing's going to be free, right? But still, Disney, their merchandise quality is so bad right now. It's, it's just, really, and the designs have, like I, I've mentioned this before. Maybe yes. it's maybe it's me getting older and <laughs> right. being less materialistic. Yeah, we're just old, but yeah. But the designs are not appealing. No, I I, I go looking for. I was like, you know what? I would like a haunted mansion shirt, and then right. I go look at what they have available for a haunted mansion right. shirt. I'm like, yeah, I don't like any of those. Right. So, or like Jason found, or or there's certain things where you're like, oh, this looks really cool, and then you turn it around, and look at the back, and it's got like a giant mural or something on the back, and like. What? Yeah. I just want a shirt that has like the logo on it and not, not some giant thing on the back of it. Like what? Why? I can't even I can't even really like describe what exactly it is I'm looking for in a haunted mansion shirt other than I'll know it when I see it. Yeah. Type deal. But I it, can't really describe it. Yeah, it's not something that's like got a ton of stuff all over it. Like Right, simplistic that's maybe. What, right. It's what drives me nuts is like you see something sitting on the on the shelf or on the rack or whatever, and you're like, oh, that looks pretty good. And you look at the back, and it's like, what? It's got yeah. throw up on, on the back, essentially, of something. Okay, anyway. I don't know if I saw any with throw up on the back. but <laughs> You know what I mean. It's just some <laughs> giant thing regurgitated on the back of it. Like, what? This makes no sense. Why would you not just... What's happened to just a logo on the front, and you don't have to have anything on the back of a shirt? Like, anyway. Okay. Don't get it. All right, so let me throw this next one at you, okay? Yeah, throw. This one says, are attraction bundles the next step for Disney Genie Plus? Oh, I heard this rumor. Uh, I hope not. So. What's the proposed model for this? Um, let's is see. It, is it outside of buying Genie and you say, oh, I'll just buy the, the mountain package and get Big Thunder, you know, sp- splay, splace, space and splash. I think they. For like a price. I could see them potentially bundling something together like a less the way Disney would do it, but like a less like popular Genie Plus attraction with a more popular one. 
Yeah. Like if you're gonna like say if you're <laughs> gonna get if you're gonna get rise, you're gonna have to take Muppets with it or something like that. Um yeah. sort of thing. Right. Or like a like a Tower of Terror, but you get Muppet Vision and uh, Star Tours. Like <laughs> but I think the what the fans essentially would like to see, and this is a hypothetical Yeah. Like a mountains bundle, yeah. for instance. That's an obvious one. But it would be like buying an individual lightning lane price. You, you wouldn't necessarily have to pay for Genie Plus, but you could buy an individual, so to speak, lightning lane package of for like fifteen, twenty bucks and you get three rides out of it. Is that what you're saying? Or do you have to buy Genie Plus and on top of that you buy this package? Or this would be anti-Disney theory, but it's, look, this is one of the theories I'm reading here, just saying. This yeah. would be anti-Disney's purpose in all of this, so I doubt this would ever happen. But mm. like Disney gets rid of the return window, and you just come, like it's almost like a skip-the-line type pass, and you do it whenever you like during the day, which I don't think that would ever happen with Disney. I don't really see them yeah, doing that. Uh, there are other theme parks like universal that have a pass like that they usually charge you more up front and then you can skip whatever you want type deal or they include it with their um higher end hotels actually yeah it's it goes with it it comes right right. along it's included but disney wouldn't do that that's what i'm saying no Um, i kind of doubt it i find that hard to believe i could see them potentially say if you're going to stay at one of the like Poly or Grand Floridian or something like that. I could see them doing something in the future where they'll include something Genie Plus related. Right. What if they did something where you could buy Genie Plus for 15 or 20, whatever, and then it says, hey, do you want to pay an extra five bucks and have the option to hold three at a time? Or you could hold three to start. You could pick three to start of your day. And then after that, like the old fast pass system, you start with three and then you can do one at a time after that. Would you pay five more bucks for that privilege to be able to hold three to start with? Because you could, you, if you did that ahead of a lot of other people. That would never happen. Yeah. But for five extra bucks, I would do that. But I mean, you know. Well, of course, but that would be too convenient. So that's why it's never going to happen. Right. It would be too popular after that. So then it would. <laughs> Right, then they would just be like, well, the price, new price is 30 bucks now. Right, so, right. <laughs> But you could say they could do bundles that were all character related, for instance. Some sort of character bundle or maybe water yeah. ride bundle. I don't know. I like the idea of it being outside of the Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't want to pay the 15, obviously you'd make it a little less, wouldn't you think? Or maybe make it the same price. Yeah. So same you, price. I doubt it would be less. Yeah. So you could either the same. do Genie Plus for the day or pick this that has three Genie Plus already. And, well, I doubt they would do it that you could go anytime you want. It would probably be, you'd have to pick times or whatever. But, but you could pick an available time for three different attractions or those three attractions. I don't see something like this gaining any genuine traction unless you know like the the things are doing now and the methods are doing now just totally cause you know attendance to plummet yeah and then they feel like they have to do something like this to try and help bring it back up yeah that's the only way i see something like this happening and it could very well happen i doesn't i don't see that being that that will happen right now i don't see that as you know I don't see any indicators that attendance is going to just plummet, especially over this holiday season. I think it's probably scheduled and probably will be just as big as ever with the 50th still in swing for another few months, however many more months it is till March, right? Something like that. With that still in full swing, even though it's barely felt like there's been a 50th celebration to me. Yeah. There you go. What is that? There's a passholder discount right now. I'm looking for at, for late November. Hmm. I late just noticed November. that. I didn't think there was a pass holder rate until uh January, but three hundred bucks a night for tower room at Coronado? Hmm. Grandestino? A tower room for three oh eight. 
I haven't seen it that cheap in a while. This is Thanksgiving weekend, Black Friday check-in date. Animal Kingdom Lodge, three eighty-six with this discount. Not too shabby. Anyway, I got it for less than that in January last year. Well, this is post like price hike prices. Yeah, true. How about what do you think about this one? This says that the permit suggests more widespread room refurbishment than just the pirate rooms at Caribbean Beach. I mean, I hope so because I, as far as moderates, the rooms at Caribbean I hated so much. I have to say, and the regular ones, you mean? Yeah, we. Where did Jason and I stayed at the ones like the Skyliner goes right over you? I can't remember the section now. Why am I blanking on a lot of spots? Actually, well, it's like so you were closer to the actual, like the the main Skyliner station. Yeah, I think we were closer. Let's see. See, because that section, I was in Aruba, so but Aruba's close to the Riviera station. It may, you know what? It was part of Jamaica. I remember now, but it was close to Aruba. But the Skyliner was going right over us. I hated those rooms so bad. Sorry, got to say it. I would take Pop Century any day over Caribbean Beach rooms. The rooms were awful. So hopefully they redesign them and make them better, and I'll I'll want to stay there again. But Mm -hmm. I never had a problem with their current configuration of the regular rooms when I stayed there. Um, I can understand the pirate rooms because they're still double beds for sure because they've been totally getting, they've been getting rid of all the double beds. uh, Thank goodness because, yeah, no, (laughs) I can't do a double bed. I will never do the dolphin again either until they switch that over a bit. Well, like I said, yeah, they're they're getting rid of all the double beds on property, it appears, because they did it. If they're doing it in the values, then I mean... Any Disney-owned hotel is not likely to have one when this is all said and done, right? With good reason, because they don't. There's most the needs of the average guest are more than that <laughs> when it comes to bedding. So, yep. Here's a question, though: Would you do sure. if would you choose French Quarter over Grand Destino if it was less money? Because right now I could get. I probably would, and here's my reasoning. Because I've I've never done French Quarter. That's my reasoning right there. Alone. Yeah, that would be my reason too. I've not done French Quarter. Because that's the one. It's the only mod so far that I have not stayed. This French Quarter. Stayed Riverside in a princess room or a royal room. Excuse me, not a princess. Yeah. Room, even though it was it was very heavily princess uh, themed, pretty much. But a royal room. Not yeah. worth the price. No. But, you know, I can say I've done it. Yeah, it was worth trying. It was worth doing once, but uh, yeah, French the, Quarter, what they, though. What they charge for good. what you get when it comes to a royal room is not worth it when it's all said and done. Not worth yeah. doing again. Maybe once. I'll just say that for the average person. I, if you've never done it, do it once, but you'll see what I'm talking about, I think, for the most yeah. part. Right. All right. All right. So I'm running out of things. <laughs> I think we're, we're hitting say, our near time anyway. Hitting near our usual time. Did we ever... Talk about, I know it was out last week whenever we did it, but did we ever talk about the in-ride entertainment in the minivan service now? Right, they have the screens now where you can watch yeah. Mickey but cartoons. They're gonna show, yeah, they're going to show the, the new Mickey cartoons. I think that's obviously more for trying to keep kids that have trouble Paint, writing, right. maybe, staying stand still or whatever while they're writing in efforts to keep them yeah. entertained is the main reason behind that. I get that. I can see especially that. how it, especially where it is. Uh, but I mean, they have it in the front too. So it looks like in this one picture I'm looking at, like they have a pull down for the, the back seats, but you know, quite frequently, depending on your party, you have to ride in the front seat too. So, but um, it's still like a thousand dollars to go from Caribbean beach to <laughs> magic kingdom. So it's like, why? Okay, why am I, I doing that's, a, that's a slight <laughs> exaggeration. Not much of one, <laughs> but yeah. Have you seen the new pictures of Kona Cafe? I was going to ask you. It, uh, what do you think of Kona since this is like your spot? Yeah, it's one of my go-tos. That's like your one of your regulars, yeah. Oh, they've totally re- redone the uh, looks in it, huh? Yeah, the entrance is very different. Yeah, the decor. I, I mean, is this is this what I'm looking at? Is this the new or the I think old? The old I is up a, top. A, a I think mixture. you have to, right, you have to scroll yeah. down to see the new. 
They lightened it up. I don't know if I like that part. It kind of opened it up more too, didn't he? Yeah. From what it looked like. Adding all this blue though, I think it's almost like they're uh, making it in some ways, like the chairs and everything. They almost reminds me of old Polynesian. (laughs) Maybe that's what (laughs) they're that color scheme. But other parts of it make me think like this looks like something I would see in uh, like coral reef or something. This color scheme. Yeah, maybe they're going more Journey of Water, Moana kind of look to yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It could be more <laughs> Moana uh, feel with the, the lighter colors. Yeah. I like so. the way the entrance, the new entrance looks, though. It looks pretty cool. That looks more, I kind guess, of, island. Yeah. Like. Right. And the light fixtures probably look more. It looks good. So. Yeah, I like it. Looks pretty good. I think I'm still partial to the way it looked, but, you know, I don't go there for the decor, per se. I don't know. I mean, it's all right. Did they change the menus, the question? It reopened uh, yesterday. Well, two days ago, November 1st. We're not going to get any good feedback on that by the time this episode is done, so. No, not not at all. But as I said, maybe I could have gotten a dining reservation for tomorrow, so it's 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 not booking up, I guess. It's like it's like I'm I'm sick today. <coughs> I can't come in. Yeah, I'm gonna drive down to. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of refurbishments, though, it's been announced that the Frozen Sing Along is gonna start uh, close on January the ninth for a refurbishment. Yeah, I heard that think the building was leaking. <laughs> did you hear that? That's well, what I heard. yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I think the refurbishment though was probably already planned. Possibly, if I had to guess, because it was only a matter of time before they incorporated. Frozen two songs, right? Yeah, and that's probably right. The uh, they already did it for Fantasmic, right? With the new right. Fro- Frozen two, so it's a, it would make sense that across the way they do yeah. the same. It took them way longer than it should have. Yeah, because I mean, agreed. Frozen two, November of nineteen. Right, they should have done this during the pandemic. They shouldn't yeah. have reopened it without Frozen two. Or yeah. they didn't do that, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think they ever did. No, I haven't seen it. So, yeah, agreed. I think we did a pretty good job of staying semi-positive today. Like, we were more positive than negative, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's sort of in the middle, beginning, whatever. (laughs) Some positives. So, real quick, when we're talking about stuff that's upcoming, Blizzard Beach Uh is opening in uh, 10 days of this recording of this, November 13th. So, they have some hours listed. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much the typical hours. It's going to be open from 10 to 5 daily. Right. From November thirteenth, <laughs> the warm parts of the day, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it has that much to do with it. That's pretty much the hours they well, kept. Daylight hours, right? That's because it's going to yeah. be dark by five p.m. But I mean, too, that's kind of the hours they kept during the summer most of the time, except for those special uh, evenings. Most of the time, it didn't stay. It didn't have a ton of. Yeah. What shall I say? It it usually opens at ten a.m. anyway. Like it's not an early yeah. open by any means. And it's usually an early closure. Yep, yep. Um, so, but yeah, um, and of course, seeing the, as we mentioned last week, the additions to the kids' area, mostly. Yeah. Of Kid, Anna, and Elsa, which is, and uh, a few other things, a little snow yeah. men, I guess. It's cool to see. Snow kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call those things. Right. Snow babies. <laughs> And Olaf being out there. So, yeah. You know, that, that Olaf statue, I swear, I think that's like, I think they stole that from Castaway Key. Because they used to have an Olaf out there one point of time. And I swear he's doing that exact same pose. So I think they just moved him. Probably. <laughs> Pretty much. It wouldn't shock me. Because, like I said, I think that's the almost the exact same pose he had when he was on Castaway Key once upon a time. I can probably even find a picture of it. Anyway, so I think that's going to wrap things up for us. We've we've uh, we've uh, kept you long enough, yeah, for this week. If you would like to, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can get your exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcasts and we also have a youtube channel and you can find that where adam 
on our website. There's links to that and more. Travelingwiththemouse.com. You can also email us if you like. Podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And if you want some assistance planning your next Disney World vacation, since it is very complicated these days, you can use our travel agent friend Jill Dilbeck. And her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. There's also a link to her on our website. For Adam, my name is John. This has been Traveling with a Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. Assuming that there is Deuces. a next trip. I got to tell you, it's uh, got me uh, looking at using a travel agent more often than I ever would have thought I would have before. Yeah. So. You never know. They can have incentives. They can have some extras. It doesn't cost you anything extra to do it either, so never hurts. Right. They can do this uh, this complicated legwork for you as well. Right.